This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Now we got college game day coming to Durham. I know Marty Smith uh, follows college football just a smidge, and he joins us on the Adam Gold Show. The new book is Sideline CEO Leadership Principles from Championship Coaches. I want to ask you about what Nick Saban and maybe Dabo Sweeney can learn from themselves based on what they're going through this year. But let me ask a college football question to somebody who might be looking at this from uh, a different angle. What do you make of the Blue Devils who look to be like a real live football team? Two things. Number one, uh, first of all, thank you for having me. I appreciate the platform. Um, I think it tells you that you got a really good football coach. I really like him a lot. I have for many years back to his defensive coordinator days at various universities, and you got a quarterback. Um, I really like Coach Elko. I really like Leonard. I think uh, that's a that's a great start. And I think it was funny when I found out that College Game Day was going to Duke. <laughs> SEC Nation's going to Kentucky. I'm like, are we in March? Like, what's going on here? But nonetheless, uh, Kentucky's undefeated. I mean, Duke, they're a good football team, man. They're tough. And the same goes for the Heels. I, I, in my lifetime, I can't remember a North Carolina team that was this physical. Right. So it's cool, man. It's cool to have uh, – to have that kind of awareness in our state. I love it. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I, I just watched. I actually had to rewatch it because I was busy otherwise. Rewatched the, the Duke game at UConn, and they're, like, doing features about the two basketball programs. I'm like, right. can we can we just talk about, you know, like, just football? <laughs> can we just focus on the fact that, the, I mean, UConn's struggling. They're 0-4 now. Um, but, I mean, they have a, a, a coach with some pedigree. Just they, We can't get away from the basketball. Uh, do you have a uh, prediction? Who might be the celebrity picker? You might know this, and you can't divulge no, it anyway. No, man. They Listen, you don't even understand how tight they keep it. <laughs> like, I have – I will tell you, in the past, I have been um, charged with, from my bosses, attempting to help them get pickers in the past. Uh, oh, really? But they – Oh, yeah, but they keep it so tight. Even if I'm trying to – even if I request of somebody, like, you know, whatever, Luke Combs or Eric Church or whoever, you know, like in the past. Right. Like, you know, if I call those guys, I'm like, hey, man, y'all want to be game day picker? I still don't know if they're game day picker till like, that morning. Wow. So, uh, yeah, they keep it tight, man. I'm not I'm, – I'm not, uh, I ain't got enough juice to be – to know early. I saw a car driving in front of me yesterday that – uh, the vanity plate was Eric Church, min- my, m- missing, I believe, an I, the I in Eric, uh, and the U in Church. Uh, do you think there are any Marty Smith vanity plates? I know you and, you and Eric are tight. We are. Yeah, I got to see him. Uh, it was funny. I flew in from College Station. We were in College Station on Saturday. It was 200,000 degrees. <laughs> and I landed at the Charlotte Airport at like 6.30, uh, got in my pickup truck, and stood on a loud pedal out to the PNC Pavilion, slid in there sideways, and my white lady and I went and saw Eric play Saturday night, and then we turned around and went back again Sunday night. And let me tell you, man, when you're in your mid-40s and you go back-to-backs, buddy, that's a, that's, that's a big that's a big deal. That's a, it takes a minute to recover. I think we're both still licking our wounds. But um, if there's any Marty Smith license place, I'd imagine <laughs> – 
there's probably like a middle finger involved. Oh, somewhere come on. There, somewhere in there, too. Uh, my my wife has a vanity plate, Hockey Lee. She was a big Ed Hockey Lee fan. Uh, I wish I was Seriously? kidding. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, Ed was yoked, dude. He was, Ed was the... Ed was the yoked-up referee before that. Now all of them have, like, tight sleeves and whatnot. But Ed, man, he, Ed was on that creatine, boys. He was getting it. Uh, he he liked to flex his tries. He was he had triceps, like, bulging out of the bottom uh, of his sleeves. <laughs> Marty Smith is joining us. Uh, sideline CEO, leadership principles from championship coaches. So I kind of tease where I want to go. What can maybe Nick... And Dabo, learn from themselves based on what they're each dealing with this year. It's an interesting transitionary time in the sport. And what was is not what is and is not what will be. Um, embracing the transfer portal, I think, is, is, is very important. And I know Dabo specifically has been a bit reluctant to do that. Mm-hmm. He loves the fact that he's a development program. And I, I like it's worked. Um, they look, man, there was some play calls in that game on, on, I'm, I'm no expert on calling a game offensively, but there were a couple of play calls that to me were a little weird. Um, Alabama, I thought had a really important win yeah. against Ole Miss on Saturday. They, they learned a lot of things in that game about really who they are and, and what they can do if they have the right philosophy offensively. But um, I, look, man, one of the chapters in the book is evolution, and it's classic Eckhart Tolle. If you're not evolving, you die. And we this this day and time in college football is almost constant evolution, whether it's all the, you know, the NIL and the portal and the conference realignment. And, I mean, even if we're going to be doing conference games in Raleigh, North Carolina, it's going to be so, you know, with Cal, that's going to be super weird. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess it would be that, that the, the, the consistent need to remain evolutionary. And, and what, you know, I grew up in Appalachia. My daddy used to tell me all the time, boy, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, that don't apply. No. You have to continue to evolve. Marty Smith is joining us here in the Adam Gold Show. See, this is a, the conversation that I have with people, you know, and we're I'm, like, to almost to a fault, we can be too married to the past or to what worked. So here, you know, I mean, ACC country, Greensboro is the rightful home of the ACC tournament. Never mind that the tournament is now uh, roughly twice as big as it was. Actually, it's more than twice as big as it was when I was a kid, when you were a kid. Uh, so it has to grow and maybe has to move more often than people would like. The headquarters moved. We have we have this fear of change mm-hmm. that sometimes we just we we need to be better about like accepting all of these things because as you said, if you don't if you don't evolve, you're 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 ultimately going to go backwards. That's where I think all of this conference realignment is. I don't know that it's great. But I think it's it might it might be necessary. Well, it's it's necessary because, I mean, you know, it's, what's classic? What's journalism one hundred and one, brother? Follow the money, right? And if you're following the money, it's TV dollars, it's grant of rights. I'm sure you've talked about it until you're about to pass out from lack of oxygen <laughs> over the past couple of years. 
being right in the middle of in the heart of Tobacco Road and everything that's going on with the ACC grant of rights. But like in in today's collegiate athletics, when you're looking at the Big Ten grant of rights next year and the SEC grant of rights per university being so high. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year to, and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. So high. Um you, you you have to continue to to do everything that you can to keep up and you know again when you and I were kids like there's also there's also that aspect of being so proud that that's your roots and you know wheeling the wheeling the the the, the, the TV on the cart in the history class to watch the ACC tournament mm-hmm. <laughs> in Greensboro with Malcolm Mackey and Kenny Anderson and Dennis Scott yep. and all Matt Geiger and all them Georgia Tech boys <laughs> and you know, Junior Burrow and Corey Alexander and and all of Brian Stiff, all the great tar. I could go on and on. You know, you and I could have a yep. we could play tennis with <laughs> ACC basketball tobacco road legend names, but like that stuff just it's just different now. I mean, it's just it just is and. We can sit here and, and, and belly. I do. You should hear McGee and me, dude. You think the sky was <laughs> oh, falling. I, I listen. Because we're old. <laughs> I mean, we're old, man. We're, we're just old. And, but but if, you, if you aren't continuing to stay ahead, then invariably. I mean, I think about Mac Brown, okay? In the book, Mac Brown was talking to me about it being a Texas. And during, during his run at Texas, he used to say there was a little period of time they won the national championship. Oh, we're just going to maintain. Yeah. Our way is the right way. We're going to maintain. And he, and he said to me in the book, how stupid was that? <laughs> that, was, that was just a stupid way to look at it because if you maintain, somebody else is working harder and is going to beat you. And so, well, it, again, he evolved now. Yeah. Is that a lesson for Dabo? Probably, yeah. Um, probably. He still has really good players. Mm-hmm. They're still recruiting at a very high level. But the thing that's so interesting about the portal is the defensive and offensive fronts, the line of scrimmage. Because if you're recruiting at a super high level on the line of scrimmage, right, you're getting high school kids that – very, very few of them are going to start day one. There's a lot of development that comes with that. Meanwhile, if you're in the portal seeking uh, guys from the trenches who have three or four years of experience and development somewhere else, there's a great chance they're going to show up and be ready to play now. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, skill guys, it's a little different. So, yeah, I mean, it, it probably is. I mean, it's it's it, I, who it, it's so hard for me to sit here and and overanalyze or 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 question too deeply 
a guy that's had that kind of success. But, you know, and, 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 and Duke beat them up. You know, they moved the football all up and down the football field against Duke. They just didn't cash in. They lost to Florida State, which is a college football playoff team. Yep. They certainly have that caliber uh, in overtime. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, we're, uh, yes, he could probably learn from that, but I just don't think it's as bad down there as, like, the freaking Internet wants you to believe it is. <laughs> no, I, I actually think Clemson is probably a top 15 team in the country. They lost to two good football teams, could have won both games, in fact, Missed a very short field goal against Florida State that would have given them the lead with about a minute 40 left. And for the same price, Clemson could be 4-0. I do think that there are some things lacking within their offense, uh, but there oh, have been well. things lacking within their offense for a bunch of years. I don't. We don't have a whole much, whole bunch more time, yeah, Marty Smith, but I want to ask you, because um, the, the you know, whole reason we're doing this, because you have this new book out, so I'm curious, who did you learn from of the coaches you talked with? Who did you learn something from that kind of blew your mind? I think we might have lost Marty. It blew my mind. You might have blew his mind with that question. I could have. <laughs> and there we go. All right. Well, we're going to have to do that another time. We'll have to get that answer uh, another time. Uh, that was Marty's. <laughs> I was a great set up for his to plug the book anyway the book uh is uh publishes today or it's uh it's out today this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.